Live from Fashion Week, it's We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel. I am a fitness terminator. You can't stop me. You can't reason with me. Getting fit is what I do. It's all I do. Wow, and here is the permanently underdressed Catherine Weigel, also <laughs> at Fashion Week, apparently. And I am wearing slippers and uh, jogger pants and no makeup right now. So this is a surprising, fashionable episode of yes. We Only Look Thin. We and- flew to Milan for Fashion Week and rented an apartment that looks exactly like ours and a couch that looks exactly like ours and are podcasting from it. Oh boy, we are underdressed for this uh, delightful episode. I don't know if anyone would call us fashion mavens or no, fashion no. on fleekness. You, you look at me and you do not think there is a fashion icon right there. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it anyway, because you yes, know what? Yes, we are. We're not going to make any less money by talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> we're not losing money on it, so uh, get ready to dig in. Uh, we're talking about clothing. We're going to talk episode. about clothing, and we're going to talk about uh, dressing well and some, uh, you know, how it relates to weight loss, some fashion-ish tips, um, really less about fashion and more about, um, you know, feeling good, looking good at any size. And about ways to handle um, our image of ourselves as we're dressing ourselves. Yeah. So, but before we get into this uh, this super fashionable episode, we're going to get to the tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Tip of the week to you, darling. Tip of the week to you, darling. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm just going to repeat everything you say because <laughs> it'll double the length of the episode. We've even got a, a catchy title for this tip of the week. It's the swimming pool rules. Oh, it is the swimming it's pool It's kind of like the cider house rules, only it's not. I don't remember what the cider house rules were now. I have, that's actually a movie I did see. I was in a book club for it and did not read it. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> But we're, we're nailing the swimming house rules the swimming house the swimming pool rule to the the side of the dormitory where we're sleeping and okay. know, isn't that what the cider house rules were they nailed the rules to the don't have sex with charlie's theron was one of the rules that was one yeah. of the rules toby mcguire cannot have sex with her oh. so uh we're getting i don't off topic. like that rule we're, t- we're talking about uh <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> This is an off-topic episode of We Only Look Thin. Um, So the tip of the week is the swimming pool rule. If you grew up in the 70s, you know the swimming pool rule. If your foot touched the water in 29 minutes from when you ate dinner. I swear when I was a kid, they would say, like, don't go in the pool for, like, 14 hours after eating like <laughs> it it was 30 minutes i remember i'm pretty sure when i was a kid they used to tell you two hours after eating now when i well in my part of new jersey in the wrong tr- side of the tracks yeah um little dougie kelvy next door dougie had, a, kelvy. Had, a, had an over up ground pool what are they called above ground pool above ground pool and we would have a, a little bbq in the backyard we'd yeah. be playing with fireflies and uh that that pool sure did look tantalizing we had to wait 30 minutes to get in that pool. Wow. If our toes touched the pool with under 30 minutes. You get crippling you get cramps. crippling cramps. Even looking at the pool, yeah. crippling cramps. How? Do, what does this have to do with weight loss? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Why don't you tell us? <laughs> I will tell you. We've been um, rambling about it for years. Yep. Uh, so the 30-minute rule is when you eat something, give yourself 30 minutes before you make your next food or beverage choice. Mm, now um, I get it. Now once, it all becomes clear. Once I start eating, I want to keep on eating. 
I want to keep that momentum. And yeah. I often, uh, we've heard it before, um, it takes time for your brain to catch up with your body. So you're you're eating a snack and uh, you want more snacks. Give yourself 30 minutes. You might find that you're actually already full. And that, that uh, sort of panic that I get from not having food in my mouth, <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I say, whoa, I just say, whoa, whoa. mule. Whoa, mule. Like a Yosemite little, Sam. A little Yosemite when Sam I Bugs said Bunny whoa, reference. I mean, whoa. I mean, um, whoa. Well, you're wearing a Fitbit right now. You can set a 30-minute timer. Just give yourself a cooling off period before you go for the second helping or uh, after lunch and you want more to eat. Give yourself 30 minutes. You can make a sober decision. Yeah. After, not 29 minutes. No. If you make a decision within 29 minutes, you will get no. terrible, terrible cramps terrible on your side. Terrible cramps. That's right. Um, you don't want to be like Dougie Kelvey. No, no. He was actually awesome. He was my <laughs> little best friend when I was a kid. Um, and it, wait, Okay. Can we talk for a minute? About, why wouldn't you want your kids swimming? Because like, then they're all up in your business for 30 minutes, just like staring at the pool. What time is it? How many minutes do you got? The I want those kids even... getting in the pool while the sandwiches are still in their hands. There was an episode of the state a bunch of years ago where like some it was a, a, a comedy uh, show kind of like Saturday Night yeah Live. they showed it on MTV back and, uh, when we were teenagers and it was an adult barbecue party and someone like put their toe in the water Just under 30 minutes and then they had like terrible cramps and then it, cramps, it ends yeah. with people trying to save him and then they all get cramps and then everybody at the entire party has cramps you don't want to be one of those people. You can probably find it on YouTube somewhere. It's very funny. It is very funny. But uh, but yeah, just give yourself a cooling off If it's period. available on YouTube, I'll put it in the show notes. That How about that? sounds fantastic. Uh, so, so yeah, give yourself a break. I still have to do this. I, I have uh, a compulsive eating issue, uh, which is when it's not necessarily binging, but it's just like you just want to finish as much of, as, of the portion that you have. So I eat on smaller plates, give myself 30 minutes. If I want to go back for more, there's food everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. I sort of think of it as the food snowball effect. You know, it's like once I allow myself to have one treat, then I just want all the treats. I, I have this, you know, I still have struggle all the time with the all or nothing mentality of weight loss. And if I set a rule for myself that I have to wait 30 minutes in between snacks, then I make more sober choices. Yeah. So, so that is our tip of the week. Uh, the pool rule or the 30 minute rule. Tau. Tau. Tip of the week to you, darling. Tip of the week to you. I'm like making a flourish with my he hand did. as if people can see me. He did. Uh, so yeah. So now, uh, I think we're going to move on to the big topic of the week. Of clothing. Of clothing. And we are both people who used to weigh significantly more than we do now. And even as a child, uh, as as a you know as as young as maybe eight nine years old yeah this this word is maybe the worst thing that ever existed husky 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 you used to have to shop in the husky section freaking terrible yeah. <laughs> like husky like that's a dog it's not a person I don't think they have those anymore they don't they don't which is very nice but growing up as a husky kid. Uh, it was awful, and I often found that I couldn't wear the clothes that I wanted to wear because they didn't make them in my size. Uh, and I could I could go into deep detail on all of the awful ways clothing impacted me as a kid, and how I had to kind of settle for whatever fit um, at the yeah. time because I was a bigger kid. 
I mean, and even pretty recently as an adult, oftentimes they would have the like the big and tall, which I am not the tall part, but uh, was the big part. They would put the big and tall sizes in like a separate section. And I feel like it's only been within recent years that they started combining. Do you know that one of the reasons I didn't go to prom, uh, there are a couple of reasons, but one of the primary reasons I didn't go to prom because I didn't think that there were dresses that were big enough to fit me. Like I didn't even want to go and try yeah. because my friends were like, oh, let's go to the dress section and none of them fit me. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm busy that night. I have piano practice. Like, yeah. So it really affected me. And you've never practiced the piano in your life. <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't even have the Don't piano. Don't even have the piano. <laughs> um, but you know, I think I, you know, first started noticing being overweight when I was in like fourth or fifth grade and I was already five foot seven and uh, people thought I was much older than I was. And I was wearing like my mom's clothing when I was in fifth grade and people were like, oh, you've got a matching outfit from your mom. And I'm yeah. like, oh, no, I'm just wearing a size, you know, a size beep uh, for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Like, I was very self-conscious about it. And people, like, my grandparents would buy me clothes and I would, you know, they would be great brands and, you know, very fashionable. But they wouldn't fit me because I was husky. Um, And I kept being husky. Could you imagine going into a place now and just being like, huskies are us? Yeah. I'm going to stop saying husky because it is terrible. uh, Thankfully, we've moved on from that time in our history. Um, But I, I feel like, you know what the issue that we're sort of dancing around is that it's very difficult as, you know, somebody who was as big as I was, I really kind of hated going clothes shopping because I was confronted by evidence that I was the weight that I was and having to look at clothing sizes. And, um, I used to, you know, do things like hold on to clothes that were, a you know that were sizes too small for me that I could no longer fit into in the thought that it would motivate me to get back into that size um and I realized that that just doesn't work well and two I you know I think I went up and down the scale so many times that I kept like Donald I kept sizes 16 to 24 in my closet and just sort of like a slide rule of like oh well, what size am I now and you know there was at the holidays wearing the larger sizes just because I would grow into them and it's like they say if you buy a larger house you fill it yeah if you buy larger pants you fill it and I did that for many many years and um you know I think as sort of the the bigger picture, at 300 pounds, I had issues with clothes. At 150 pounds, I still have issues with clothes. And it doesn't suddenly go away just because of the number on the scale. And I think, I used to think all my clothing problems would be solved um, at a lower weight. Still got problems. Um, But we're going to talk about uh, sort of taking care of yourself at your higher weight, and, uh, you know, finding clothes that work for you and also talking about the lower weights and what we still struggle with and how we cope with it. Um, yeah, for sure. Because uh, there's no there's no perfect fit for everybody. Uh, it doesn't matter what fashion moguls fashion week says you should be doing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so we're just going to we're going to talk a little bit about kind of what to do and how to do it. So I think the number one thing to keep in mind is to try your best to wear clothes for the size that you currently are. Um, And that was always a big one for me. I 
would hold on to, I would still try and struggle and squeeze into clothes that were too small for me. And I felt like I was punishing myself. And as long as I was uncomfortable in my clothes, then it was motivation to lose weight. And like, what was I really accomplishing by that? Just making myself look even worse and accentuating the fact that I, you know, needed to lose weight by wearing these tight fitting clothing. Well, and I, you know, back in the day, my grandparents, like I said, would buy me, you know, pants and and tops. And I actually had gotten so big at one point that I couldn't even button the pants and would just kind of fold the flaps in yeah, to just be able to wear them. And then I would wear like a giant shirt over it. And as a kid, I was embarrassed about it. And uh, now knowing that not all clothing is going to be the right clothing. And a fabric shouldn't dictate how you feel about yourself. Uh, It should be empowering. It should be within budget. And you should have things in your closet that make you feel good. But it is a balance too. Donald and I have talked about this, about you want to be comfortable in the clothes that you're in, but you also don't want to use that as an excuse to not lose weight. Yeah, because oh, like, my clothes are super comfortable on me, so I don't actually need to lose any weight. Well, and when I started, too, there was part of me that was like, oh, wow, I really love this jacket. If I lose more weight, I'm not going to be able to wear it. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you can get a new jacket. It's not a big deal. Um, but why don't you talk about the the dysmorphia you had with your size back at 250 pounds a little bit more. Like you said, you didn't want to face the reality of the size you were, so you didn't want to buy clothes. Like kind of how did that Well, I didn't want to go you? I didn't want to go shopping because I, you know, if I needed to get into a size 40 waist pant or 38 pant, then I had to face the reality, you know, I was, you know, stuffing myself into 36s and being incredibly uncomfortable all day. But you know, realizing that I actually needed size, you know, a size bigger was too sobering to have to face it. Like I didn't want, like I would avoid the scale, you know, getting on because I didn't want to know what weight I was because then maybe I would realize I had to do something about it. Well, and I remember too, at times you would say like, I don't want to invest in this size because I want to lose weight. Right. So I don't want to spend a couple hundred dollars to buy shirts that I'm only going to wear for a few months. And it's like, it's that weird, like you don't want to confront where you are and you hope that it will make you want to lose weight. I mean, I did that, you know, I, I kept, oh gosh, I had like a cashmere sweater. I'll post a video or a, a picture of it. I had an expensive cashmere sweater that was probably three sizes too small for me. And I like, but I could like cinch it and button one little button in the middle. And I was like, this, this is very slimming on me. And in reality, looking back at the pictures, it was so small on me, but I like was just holding on to it because I, you know, it was expensive and great. Like, it's like, just get rid of it. Like it was not worth it. Yeah. Holding on to clothes that you hope that will fit you in the future or that you, you know, not wanting to get clothes that fit you now are not real ways to, (laughs) to lose weight. Well, and we used to keep bins of clothing I, I did keep I kept a one of those big plastic tubs in, in our storage um, filled with clothes that were a size that I you know used to wear 
And then when I actually lost the 100 pounds this time, I I lost and went past the bin and then remembered that I had the bin and I pulled it out and I was all excited. I was like, oh, I can wear these clothes. And I was actually smaller than they were. So they had just been sitting in the bin like, you know, for no reason. Well, and I had lost weight at one point and kept a bin of work clothes. And I was like, oh, boy, I can fit into these pants again. And then I put them on and it was like, oh, hello, pleats. How are you doing in, you know, 1990 called and they want their yeah. pleats back. Like it was so not attractive. And so um, we, you know, in this last time journey for both of us, neither of us thought we were going to lose 100 pounds. That was never the the goal. It was just to feel better than we felt before. And yeah. for Donald, it was uh, to get rid of uh, the diabetes. Right. Um, but – I I always like just wore clothes that fit me. I never really had a style per se because I just felt like I just needed something to cover up. So I never really was like, oh, well, I'm a boho chic or I'm whatever. It was just like I just want pants that cover my hips and like a shirt that I can wear that doesn't tug at my stomach. Like I didn't really have a style because I was just trying to just wear anything that that fit me. Um, but I think if I if I could go back now, I think we're going to give you some tips and tricks to sort of like things to look for, whatever size you are, yeah, um, some I, ways to kind of accentuate what you have. So I've already said it, but number one, wear clothes that fit you now. Um, don't wear things that are too tight because you, you know, used to be able to fit into them. But also the flip side of that is don't hide yourself in baggy, loose clothing. It just makes you look even bigger than you actually are. Well, and two, and I think, you know, there's so many more resources now than there were 20 years ago uh, when I, uh, you know, was 20 years younger. Um, but knowing, knowing <laughs> 20 your, years ago, she was 20 years hmm, younger. The math checks out. Yeah. But know your body shape. Uh, are you a pear shape, apple shape, rectangle, hourglass, inverted triangle? Not all clothing. Bendy straw. <laughs> Is that a, a thing? Sure, sure it is. <laughs> it's know. new at Milan at Fashion Week. Yeah. But knowing your body shape and then there's an amazing thing called the interweb now where you can Google, you know, pear shape clothing, uh, you know, fashion trends. And then you can look at what other people are wearing and decide, hey, I really like the way that looks. Hey, oh, an A-line skirt. That definitely would work for me. Yeah. Like not all fashion trends, not that I followed trends, but like not all things are going to work on all people. And that is, uh, spoiler alert, that is still true. I've lost yeah. 150 pounds and there's still stuff that doesn't look good on me. Yeah, you may read somewhere that, you know, high-waisted somethings are what's in fashion, but if high-waisted somethings don't work for your body type, then don't wear high-waisted somethings. Well, and I think... Too, I don't know what these somethings are that I keep referring to. <laughs> uh, bikini bottoms, which uh, you don't have to worry about. I don't think you need a high-waisted uh, anything. I don't know. But, like... Fashion trends can tell us like, oh, well, you know, this is universally attractive on everyone. And then you don't fit into it. And then you feel like, well, I'm obviously broken inside. Like finding what works for your shape and what works for your style. Like I do not like pirate sleeves. I do not. I feel comfortable in boho flowy. Like I'm not. No yeah. one's going to mistake me for Stevie Nicks. Like no. No. But finding um, someone that you can emulate. Just trying to think of one Stevie Nicks song to reference right now, and nothing's coming. Uh, don't don't do it because I don't want to listen to Stevie. I almost said Stevie Wonder. Um. Stevie Wonder or Stevie Nicks. You don't want to follow their fashions. So so finding trends that 
match your body type. Not everything is going to work on you. Um, Finding things that are simple and functional that fit the body shape that you have right now, and then accessorizing uh, with more on-trend pieces can be a good way to... uh, you know, to, to stay with the times. Yeah, for sure. And this is a tough one, um, for some people because it involves finances. Um, but I really think it's better to pay a little bit more for something that fits you perfectly than to save, you know, 10, $20, um, in order to buy something that doesn't really fit you very well. I don't think you're really doing yourself a service, um, by saving that money and then not, you know, having clothes that actually fit you properly. Well, and I'm an underbuyer. Um, I I tend like I joked with Donald. Like, I'll buy you know a hundred dollars worth of Starbucks a month, and then be like, I can't afford a new bra. Yeah. And Don's like, you are a crazy person. For which, our entire marriage, she's been talking about how her bras are too expensive. Like, and I'm well, like, if only I could afford a new bra. Piece of clothing. No. So, um, starting with undergarments. Yes. Yeah, investing of, in undergarments. Undergarments that shapewear. Fit. Believe it or not, I was reading um, when I, we were doing a little research for this. I was reading about you know the. There are studies that show that the majority of women actually wear bras that don't fit them properly. And, you know, so go out and actually be fit by somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, and uh, I know, like, Nordstrom's has uh, custom fitters who will go and they will measure you in all the places uh, and they will ask you to lift and tuck and bend over and cough and do a bunch of stuff. But it actually (laughs) works. I don't think that's Nordstrom oh, no, you're no, going no, no, to. No, you're right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, but they will they will help you find the right fit. And is this the Nordstrom bra fitting? Why, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proctologist. And a <laughs> it's got really sinister really fast. <laughs> no, but taking the time to, to invest in that, I have uh, always been very well endowed, even at uh, losing the weight that I have. Brag much? Uh, yeah, no, it's not a brag. I, I would prefer to be the opposite. But like actually investing in something that fits you well can help your overall shape. Investing in shapewear. There are many uh, undergarments that, that slim and, and, and smooth. Not that there's any uh, issues with non-slimming and non-smoothing, but if you uh, want clothes to sort of fall off your silhouette well invest in some shapewear the spanx assistances yeah don't add uh i'm moving on don't add extra bulk to yourself either and this one may apply a little more to men than women um uh but don't wear um like big bulky sweatshirts and bulky sweaters and uh things like cargo pants that add a whole bunch of pockets uh to you and um even even trying to stay away from super thick fabrics that add bulk to you can really help, um, you know, make your clothes fit better on you. Well, and two, going back to, you know, going online and finding, you know, plus size clothing over 40 or pear shaped over 40. Yeah, dressing for your age appropriateness is also a big one. Well, and I found too, like, there are, um, I think I, I don't dress very maturely. I think I I'm known to wear a <laughs> Well, you work from home, so you are, yeah. you're all sweatpants these days. I am. But 
like finding someone online on uh, Instagram or Pinterest, finding styles that really speak to you at your size. And in 2019, there is somebody out there who's got an Instagram fashion page who looks like you. Well, there is like I I, I Googled, uh, you know, fashion over 40 and there were a lot of like very Chico's style like um, I don't know what that is unless like, we're talking about Chico and the man. No, uh, but very like. I don't know, not my style right. people. And I felt under uh, underdressed and underrepresented. Underrepresented, yeah. And then I found a woman on Instagram. Uh, I think it's uh, Pixies and Curls or something like that. Found her Instagram feed. And like I almost started crying. Be- like I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Like, like her style aesthetic. Sorry. Wow. Like <laughs> This is real, everybody. She's really breaking up. Um. Like her, like a little bit kind of funky and a little bit like wearing a NASA t-shirt with a blazer and some cool shoes. And like, I was like, holy moly, like this is what I want to look like. And finding someone who really makes you you like spark joy, whatever age, whatever. And now I'm actually looking for fashions that kind of emulate her. Like, oh, she's wearing a cool um, like uh, camouflage jacket, but she's also wearing yellow stripes and like. How could you see it if it was camouflage? I know, right? But finding her and finding someone that I could aspire to dress like, and then finding pieces that match that style, it really made me feel good because I am not a like flowy, flutter sleeve uh, Stevie Nicks kind of person. So finding someone online that really um, inspires you and is attainable to you. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, buying, you know, going to Neiman Marcus and buying an $800 blazer, like finding things that are within your budget, mixing Target with, uh, with another brand or, you know, something that JC Penny mix and max. JC Penny has been my friend. Um, but finding that is no joke. I, I love the, a lot of the JC Penny menswear, but finding, um, Someone that you can be inspired by and then slowly finding ways to add pieces uh, that emulate that style um, has been really helpful. Because I, like I said, I used to just try to buy whatever fit and I, I wasn't really going for a trend or a style. I was just like, please let it cover my hips. Um, we were actually joking. Uh, Rebecca, a uh, friend and accountability buddy, uh, we were swapping. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> We were swapping. Start. I like to think of her as a we only look thin super chum. She is a super chum. Um, but we were talking about like how we used to use scarves to kind of like, you know, draw attention to our faces and try to hide our, <laughs> our flaws. Um, it, it is not camouflage. It is Don't an accessory. I, doesn't the scarf make me look thin in yeah, this picture? Yeah, it makes me look so much the slimmer. But like I would buy very, and I still do, very plain, uh, you know, monochromatic clothes and then I would accessorize because that is what I could do. And if you don't want to invest in um in uh low quality uh fashion trends, you can just buy simple classic pieces and then accessorize with jewelry or uh, or scarves. Yeah. And um like Catherine was saying earlier, once you um figure out what sort of body shape you have, there are many online guides to how to dress properly. Um some of the more universal tips that these guides give um are to wear darker colors 
to de-emphasize certain parts of your body. Like if you're if you like your torso but not your bottom half, wear a darker color on the bottom and a lighter color on the top, or you know, vice versa if if that's the case. Um, because the lighter color attracts the eye and the darker color de-emphasizes. Yeah. And finding fabrics that work for your body shape also. I know we talked about um undergarments that fit well, but like um, sort of the George Costanza suit situation where uh, in Seinfeld, <laughs> George Costanza bought a very expensive suit, very much on sale. And then when he finally bought it, he realized that the fabric swished. It swished when you walked. It and, is awesome if you haven't seen it. And uh, I actually, uh, one of the reasons we came up with this fashion episode, because I actually went to go buy some work slacks. Um, look, I'm thin, right? I should be able to wear whatever I want. You look thin. I do look thin. Uh, but I went into Banana Republic and I went into J. Crew and a couple of other stores and nothing fit me right. And I started to feel really defeated about it. And I was like, just keep going, like find the style that's right for you. Found a pair of pants that I thought were really nice, almost bought them, and then... I did the swish test. The fabric was no bueno. Like yeah. I was swishing all along. Uh, and so I didn't buy them. Uh, so finding uh, good quality fabrics that work for you, that are functional. Um, I like more structured cotton because I have, uh, you know, some some loose skin situation and some cellulite. Um, structured fabrics, thin polyesters, thin silk does not work for me. Like it does not yeah. make me feel good. doesn't make me feel comfortable. So finding fabrics that work for you um, – you don't have to just buy everything, like, or, you know, buy cheap things to get by. You can buy uh, structured pieces that work for you. Another sort of universal fashion truth seems to be um, larger patterns make you look larger and smaller patterns make you look smaller. So avoid things with big giant butterflies on them or big giant flowers and instead patterns that are small butterflies and small flowers. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. As you do. And Donald Weigel is in the, uh, the movie and TV industry and uh, there are entire crews of people there oh yeah to to style and tailor the actors yeah like it drives me crazy all the time like there are actors and actresses um all of them doesn't matter what shape they are doesn't matter what size they are people who are in like supreme underwear model shape they have to be fit and tailored for every outfit they wear on the show. Like, they don't just, like, once they measure their sizes, they're they not don't, off the rack. Yeah, Nothing is off the rack. They don't just, like, figure out the size and then, you know, wait till the day of the shoot and put it on them. There's a fitting, and then those clothes are tailored, and then there's another fitting to make sure that everything fits right. So, uh, where this ties into you is that not all clothes on every rack are going to fit you the way you are shaped. Yeah. And finding the right shape of clothing, and that falls into, um, you know, what, what body type that you have, but I have a smaller waist and larger hips. So I need to buy curvy fit. Have I lost 150 pounds? And I didn't think I was going to wear curvy fit. I did think that. And guess what? I'm still curvy fit. Like I still have the hips that I had before. Yeah. They're just smaller, but taking a suit or taking a pair of jeans and having them cinched at the waist if they don't fit right or t or shortened if if they're too long really makes a difference. Yeah, it it costs money and again, everyone is sensitive about money, but buy the clothing that fits the largest part of you and then have the rest of it tailored. Boom. Not everybody can afford that, but 
you know, it's better to just buy a couple of things that fit you really well than to try and buy a lot of things that don't. Well, and another thing that I had to do, like I get so tied to the size that I am or the size that I want to be. And we see this with other people too. They're like, there's no way I'm going to buy this in a size 20. Like that's just not happening. And you're limiting yourself because different designers build clothing for different sizes. I literally have a uh, size four skirt and I also have size 10 slacks. Like, yeah. And does it and they mean, both fit you well? And they both fit me well. What is the truth? The truth is buying clothes that fit the body that you have right now and not focusing on the number. Yeah, is a lot of it critical. is a mental game. Like, you know, uh, Catherine actually brought up a really good trick, which uh, this morning when we were talking about this episode, that I'm going to try moving forward. You know, I would get so focused on buying a particular size of pant that I wouldn't worry about what actually fit me. And um, so she takes clothes into the dressing room that are different sizes. And then while she's in there, she doesn't look at the size. Right. I just, I just uh, blindly just, I close my eyes and I put the clothes on and I don't look at the size and whatever fits me is yeah, the one that I one buy. actually fits the best. That's and, the one she goes with. And sometimes it's the smaller size and sometimes it's the larger size. I actually bought pants last weekend. Um, I'm five foot seven. I wouldn't say that I'm a short per se or petite in any way, but I ended up uh, buying a pair of slacks that were a size larger than I normally wear and they were a short and I was like, I'm not going to try on that size in a short. Yeah. Like, that's not right. And not shorts like Bermuda shorts, but like <laughs> like shorter length. Size short. Right. And did I fit into the smaller size? I did. But the larger size just fell better and was was the right fit for me. So not being tied to the size to to manage your self-worth, I think is really important because not everything is going to like I'm not universally a size X. Like I, I know it's scary and it could be horrifying, but actually get a fabric tape measure and measure yourself and write down your measurements know what they are and when you go shopping look for the actual measurements well, rather than a that, size that's more for guys too because your your inseams and waists and stuff fall more in line like no one is like no one sees you in your dress and goes wow you look like you're such a size 12 today like People go like, wow, that's really flattering or that really accentuates your hips or that really accentuates your, your cleavage or whatever. Like, um, So just finding things that make you feel good and feel comfortable is more important than the size. And um, the last uh, sort of tip that I have is uh, actually take time to for yourself. Take time to take care of yourself. Take care of your grooming. Um, actually take time on your hair, um, your uh, your, you know, morning routine. Not everybody likes to wear makeup, but, um, actually try and look your best. If using the excuse of I'm overweight and so why should I bother actually just makes things worse. And I know that I always feel better and feel more confident and confidence is part of the game. It's part of winning the wearing your clothes well game. Yeah. And I, you know, when I was a, a size 24, I felt like the world was out to get me. Like, oh, this doesn't even come in my size. Yeah. And like, boy, it must be nice to be this other size. And like, I felt like the world was conspiring against me. And like, I've got to try on 10 pairs of jeans to find the ones that fit. And more recently, 
I uh, was like, oh, I'm a I'm a fit thin person, and I'm going to go buy you know a pair of skinny jeans from whatever. I'm still curvy. I'm still <laughs> curvy fit, and I'm never going to be like uh, in the junior department buying like yeah. the pencil size things. I like, no joke decided to try on a pair of skinny jeans at the at the mall just a couple of weeks ago, and then quickly realized that I am a middle aged man who has no this is business. A tough look for my no guy. No <laughs> business trying. I to didn't put actually them on. see. Him oh, no, him. I wouldn't come out of the dressing room. No, <laughs> that, come out. no, that wasn't happening. But like I went to um, a store and I was like, oh, I'm going to try on jeans. And I was like, oh, I'm sure I'm this size. And they look terrible on me. And my self-confidence suddenly plummeted. And then it occurred to me, oh, just because I've lost weight doesn't mean everything is going to look universally great on me. I still have a body shape and I still have, uh, you know, fabrics to contend with. I had to try on eight pairs of jeans uh, before I found the ones that fit me correctly. When I went to go buy work slacks, I had to try on 10 pairs before I found the one that fit. And it doesn't mean that I'm a good person or a bad person. No. It means that, you know, someone made a pair of pants that that fit me well and maybe i need to get them tailored maybe i need to get them fitted maybe i need a larger size it doesn't yeah. diminish who i am as a person whatever your weight is your body shape is dependent on many many factors many of which most of which are beyond your control and part of you know buying clothes that fit you well and being confident and comfortable in what you're wearing is that the confidence and the being comfortable can lead to other parts of your life. And I say all the time that one of the steps in being able to lose the weight in in being able to take this on is having confidence in myself that I could do it. And I feel like it's a real key to being able to take weight off and maintain it is telling yourself that you can and knowing that you're right. Well, and two, I mean, we could literally go on for hours and hours about fashion because <laughs> yeah. we uh, we have a lot to say on it and we can't cover it all. But knowing where you are right now and finding things that make you feel confident, making sure that when you go shopping, that you go early in the day when you're feeling fresh that you wear clothes that are easy to take on. And, and don't go when you're starving. Either. Don't go when you're starving. Um, don't go when it's super busy and you're going to be stressed out. Put yourself in the best situation. If you feel uncomfortable shopping with other people, I don't like shopping with other people. Yeah. Go by yourself. Go early. Go when you're well hydrated. Wear clothes that are easy to take on and take off because like that exhaustion you get in the in the fitting room is a real thing buying a few pieces like i still do this and my i think i got it from my grandmother if you find a top that fits you and makes you feel confident buy it in five patterns or colors or whatever yeah if you like i bought three pairs of slacks all the same fit i bought gray and black and blue boom done. i found a t-shirt that i love a just a plain like t-shirt um, that I love a particular brand and a particular size. And I seriously bought like 12 of them so that and in different colors that I just can kind of rotate through my wardrobe. Well, and I think women too are expected to have a variety of, of clothing styles. If you buy something very basic and very neutral, either all black or all gray or all blue, and then just accessorize with more, uh, more, uh, you know, trendy, 
pieces that your can get bracelets, you through. Your bracelets, your bangles, your, your bangles. necklaces, people your, wear the bangles? your hoop earrings. Oh, no. <laughs> but like I, when I was at my heavier weight, I found a scoop neck top from Eddie Bauer. They had plus sizes. I bought it literally in 10 colors. I wore that with jeans and a scarf and I would switch out my scarf every day. If all you can do is have one style, do it. Like just own what you feel good in. Even at a plus size, I, you know, the Lane Bryant tops did not fit me the right way. They were always too long. They were sleeveless. I didn't want to wear sleeveless. Like, so I found a three quarter length sleeve that I liked. So really just knowing who you are and 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 going with what you can afford, going with, with what you like. Target right now has size small to 3X all in the same area. You can buy the same shirt in whatever size you need it to be. Yeah, it's been really great uh, seeing that at Target, all of the different sizes all together. And online retailers like Mod Cloth carry up to 3 or 4X, which is huge. Like I, 20 years ago, that was not an option for me. Like I was the kid that couldn't, you know, wear anything. Um, but there's eShakti. Um Box services, like clothing box services, like Stitch Fix, Daya, Gwenny B, Adore Me, uh, Style Logic, all of those have uh, fashionable plus size clothing. Um, and uh, and you can mix and match and, and figure out what works for you. And it's it's okay. Like dress for the job you want. You want the job of being, a, you know. <laughs> being a thin person. Well, like, you know, no. not like I used to, I would joke actually that like if there was a thin person wearing, you know, like really baggy sweatpants in line at the grocery store to be like, if I was ever that size, I would dress well. Like they could wear whatever they want and they look like they're wearing a garbage bag. Like you always have the opportunity to kick it up a notch yeah. and just, you know, invest in yourself and not look schlubby. Like maybe we would have looked uh, schlubby back then because we were not confident in ourselves. And it's still a work in progress. Like we're still, we're still working on ourselves. Yes, we definitely are. We are. All right, I think it's now time to move on to the product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Is, would you say it's a super product? <laughs> I would ah, say it's a super product. This is all product. Donald. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be quiet for a minute uh, and uh, give it over to Donald because he has a super idea for you. Yes, um, the super product is soup, in fact. Um, I it's found... soup. No, it's actually no, soup. No, it's actually <laughs> soup. Uh, specifically, I found pretty... Relatively recently, um, Campbell's has come out with these, um, they're called Well Yes with an exclamation point. So it's like, Well Yes! Um, uh, sippable soups. Um, they're in a uh, microwavable container. Takes one minute to heat them up, and they come in some uh, delightful flavors. They're between 130 and 170 calories each, depending on um, which flavors you get. I particularly like the sweet corn and roasted poblano one. It's a little bit spicy, um, a little bit sweet. And um, I like the fact that it is shelf-stable, so I can carry it with me wherever, out on set or whatever. I've not actually done this, but if I was really desperate, I could probably just, you know, pop open the can and drink it um, without even having to heat it. But it takes 60 seconds to heat it up, and it's... It's too long! I can't wait that long! (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty filling, it's pretty low-calorie, and um, some of the flavors are um, sweet corn and poblano that I mentioned, tomato and sweet basil... Roasted pepper and tomato, 
butternut squash and sweet potato and then uh, they have a harvest corn and ginger one um, and i haven't tried Cozy. the sweet potato one because i don't like sweet potatoes but uh, the other ones are quite tasty i think and, and they're filling and um, easy to do on the go and super quick yeah and we've talked too about the duration of enjoyment of something having a hot beverage or a hot soup yeah you can't guzzle it down because it's hot right it's hot and um, our uh, our friend uh, Mary actually the other day talked about being in her car and she would she, on her commute home forty minutes she would have a Cliff Bar or a, a protein bar she's like it would be gone in thirty seconds right and your brain doesn't have time to catch up so going back to the thirty minutes in the pool rule if you're sipping on a delicious shelf stable hot beverage as you're driving home with yeah. a little lid on it you can just sip it away. You can sip away your cares. Um, so and that's a tip within a product of the week. It is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but she switched over to having celery uh, instead of her Cliff Bar because it, it took longer for her to eat. So the duration, remember what was it? The duration of mastication leads to satiation. Mm. Whoa. Mm. So much rhyming. Yes. Um, so so yeah, soup. So find a, find something that is shelf stable, something that is easy to make. Yeah, and there are probably find other brands out there, but the... Uh, Campbell's Well Yes is what I've taken to. Well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, so I think we have fixed the entire fashion industry problem. Uh, we in, sure have. We sure have. Uh, we've told you a little bit about what uh, keeps us going and ticking, and that we, we still have to find things that fit us and suit us well. So um, so now you know about that. So tell us about your fashion Yeah, tips reach and out tricks. to us. Uh, you can find us at weonlylookthin.com. We do not know everything. Uh, find us uh, on Instagram at weonlylookthin. I will try to find a picture of my ill-fitting sweater uh, that I wore that oh, was yeah. cinched, uh, my, my expensive cashmere that I had to say oh, bye-bye to. That's a good idea. Uh, if you'd like to uh, email us, you can do so at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at We Only Look Thin. Twitter. You can find us on Twitter Thank at you. We Only Look Thin. Thank you for all of your wonderful uh, reviews, both on, on on Facebook, on Stitcher, on um, on uh, the i what is the i thing called? iTunes. Apple? Yeah, <laughs> iTunes. The apples. The the i thing. I don't know. The i pair. There are tunes on there, and it starts with an i, but I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah. So thank you all for for listening and being a part of this. Yeah, and it really helps us out if you could uh, rate and review us really quickly on iTunes, um, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. So the next time you're walking down the runway in Milan during Fashion Week, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.